nerd. Nerds. Nerds. I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? We discussed Matt Reeves talks of a likely Batman reboot without Batfleck. Jeff Johns is leaving DC, but he's not leaving DC. Ethan Van Schieber exits DC, and he actually does. Not to be confused with me. The DCEU may want to change their name to We Only Want Joker Movies. What does the AT&T Time Warner merger mean for Disney and Fox? Uh, Oh, yes. In Marvel news, we have Leah Thompson asking Marvel to make a more serious Howard the Duck movie. And finally, if we have some time left over, we will... Do a quick rundown of some of the Comic Con news about the panels and exclusives that we've heard about. We're not doing a Jeff Johns thing. I said Jeff Johns. No, you didn't. Oh yeah, you yeah. did. First thing that was in, mixed yeah, in with all the DC I was stuff. stuff. I was trying to read other topics too. <laughs> um, joining me as always are Chris and Ethan. I'm RA saying welcome to Nerdables. Yay! Um, do we get to make it? So we'll start off with saying that. We have a panel at Comic-Con, because we can now officially say that since people are releasing panel information. So we'll get that out of the way. We have a panel. We are Saturday, uh, what is it, July 21st? Is that the 1st or 23rd? No. 21st. July 21st, 2 to 3 p.m. at the library. We are doing Star Wars Declassified. We are going to be discussing how it affects, how Star Wars is... um, what how star wars has influenced us over the years or through well we'll have special guests we'll, 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 be talking to those guests. Guest. we'll be talking to those guests about how star wars influenced their professional and their personal lives and we're going to do a trivia contest where we have a couple exclusive nerdables based action figures that we're going to give out and Yay. some other nerdable-esque merchandise because that's what everybody wants <laughs> Stuff. That will be the most exclusive stuff at the con. So speaking of cons, last weekend was E3. Or last week into most of this week. Uh, there were some really big titles that, as Chris will say, they'll be delayed until the end of time before they come out. Probably. That's always my favorite thing of E3 is all the dates that they announce are within two months. They're like, oh, wait, no, we're not making any of those. Well, wasn't the there'll Spider-Man no, game there'll be no games two years ago? <laughs> there'll be no games before Christmas. Everything we said that comes out in October and November, guess what? It's going to come out in February and March next year. And Probably February, Spider-Man is year. the only one you'll see before the end of the year. Well, there's um, another big one that was in there that was supposed to be before the end of the year, too. I, I thought Anthem was. was supposed to be before the end of the year. It might have been. But or The Last of Us. It's just one of those... Well, <laughs> If you've listened to the show for the last couple of years, every time we do the E3 one, I always have the same thing because it's gamer journalism is trash. It's the stupidest thing that's ever existed on the planet because it's a bunch of fanboys and fangirls that sit in these theaters while someone sits up there and goes, look, it's Last of Us 2. (sighs) It looks so amazing. It's the best game that's ever existed. I'm going to go right on my blog, and I'm going to go right on an official blog, and I'm going to go right for PlayStation Magazine. It's the greatest thing ever. And then the game comes out like, that game was stupid. 
It didn't deliver anything that I thought it was going to deliver. All the things they told us was a lie. It was two years late. I hate everything in it, and I never want to play a video game again. And then they go to E3 the next year, and they show you, this is Halo 10. Oh, my God, it's the greatest game that's ever existed. It's got nothing like the other Halos. They're doing all these new things, and first-person shooter. It's going to be different than all the other FPSs. And then they play it, and they go, this is the stupidest game that's ever existed. It's the exact same as the last nine Halos. You run around and shoot stuff. I want something different. You can't really and deny it, is, it because, No, I mean, it's every single year. Titanfall was like that. Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2. Titanfall was a game in which... I still remember when that we covered that E3, and everyone at this table that really cared was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then the title comes out, and it was either a lukewarm reaction. You liked it, but it, yeah. it didn't change your life. It didn't Travis hate it? Travis like, said, this is the even did, worst we, game. Travis and I even sat down and did a a walkthrough when we were when we played it. Yeah, and it's just like – and that's – as a fan, that's fine. Yeah. Where, where I'm sitting there, if you're a fan – you get really excited about something. You're excited about a new movie. You're excited about a new comic mm -hmm. book. You're excited about a new book. You're excited about a new video game. And you're disappointed. I get that. When you're a journalist, which is what E3 is supposed to be, right. and you have that same thing, that same reaction, you run through that same cycle, you're not a journalist. You're just a fan. And yes, right. journalists are fans, but you have to take that initial reaction, no matter what you are. If you're a, if you're a sports reporter, right? You have a favorite team. There's sure. very few that really can disconnect themselves. They'll tell you that it's all BS. Right. But they can't sit there. Michael Wilbon for ESPN, when the Chicago Cubs finally won the World Series, he's a, he's born and raised in Chicago. He's a Cubs fan. He's not some. He's not going to get on the air in a party hat. He's drunk. Love and drinking for three days because the Cubs. He comes on and says, I'm glad the Cubs won. You know I'm a Cubs fan. It meant a lot to me. But he has to cover the Cubs as an ESPN reporter. Correct. He has to say, this person sucks. This person you have to take good, whatever. Your, your, your and the same thing when they blow, he can't go all the way down there and be like, oh, the Cubs have sucked for all these years and everything like that. And that's when you're a journalist or whatever. Where do, We don't consider ourselves professional journalism. If someone wants to pay us, I'm happy to be a professional journalist. Sure. Uh, but no one's going to, so we might as well just keep going as we are. But my problem with E3, <laughs> as it's always been, is that kind of, of coverage is this hype machine, this, this you know, everything is amazing and it's incredible and all these games are going to change your life. Well, and then six months later, or in this case, 16 months later when it's finally released, and I think those lead times, what's lead to it too, to this disappointment, you can't, it can't live up to 16 months of thinking that Kingdom Hearts... How long have we been waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3? Three years? Four years? Five Since years? Kingdom Hearts 2 came but out? But in, in, in realistic terms, where they said, we're actually oh, working been, on this. Yeah, this will be... This is the... Third year? The third year. The, At least? The first year, they announced that they were working on it. The second year, they showed us some game footage. This is the third year that they showed us So you're us three more. years in. There's no... As good as that game can be, will be, probably will be, because Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are great, and then the, the stuff they did for what was a Game Boy or whatever was yeah. fantastic. As good as that game's going to be, it's not going to live up to three years of waiting for it. Three years of being told it's coming. You know it's coming. Right. It's the same. Movies are the same thing. Well, Disney, Disney buys hype. Star Wars. Dark, Disney buys Star Wars in 2012. You have to wait three years, three and a half years, really, because it was late 2015 before Episode Seven came out. They had three and a half years to make that movie. We had all that. Two years before, three years, we're sitting there going, we're getting another movie, we're getting another movie, we're getting another movie, we're getting another movie. It's going to be amazing. It's going to suck. It's going to be amazing. It's going to suck. Because you ran through that gamut, and you go to see it, and as decent to good to even great to some people that uh, Force Awakens was, it wasn't the movie you had in your head for three years. Right. 
it just isn't. And it's, there's a certain reaction to those types of things when you have that much lead time. And I think video games and the culture that video game, the, the video game culture has become is that lead time is interminable for these people. And sure. once you get it, it can never live up to what you want because there's only certain things you can do. We saw the Spider-Man trailer yeah. and you had remarked early, you know, oh, it's the Batman fighting engine. And you said that is a good thing, but I can see people taking that as a bad thing. Going, well, it's just oh, yeah. the Batman fighting engine. I'm just playing but Batman again, again. There's there's only so many ways that you can fight. Right. If you have a side-scrolling fighter, whether it's Mortal Kombat or it's Tekken or it's Street Fighter or it's Injustice, it's pretty much the same. Right. You have the different powers or whatever, the but it's the same are thing. Basically the same. Shooting somebody with an eye blast if you're playing Marvel versus Capcom. It's the same thing as shooting somebody with heat vision if you're playing Injustice. Right. It's just that's it. There's only Although, so many mechanics. Throwing a, throwing a you know a shark at somebody is a little different. But in the same way, no, it no, looks I'm, different, I'm but it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing is if you're going to play a first-person shooter, it's going to look like a first-person shooter. Correct. There's just no way around it. Halo was huge because the environment it created was so big. When they first when remember when SOCOM was a thing? Oh yeah. With PlayStation 2, that was huge because it was different than some of the other ones in terms of the the the, the environment you were in, the mission you were playing, the stealth you had to use, and then it had an online component. This is all the way back in the old PlayStation 2 days when dinosaurs were playing with the, the same systems. And you had to buy an ad additional adapter to play yeah, online. Exactly. And, and there so, wasn't an online. Yeah. There was very little. <laughs> you could go play and it was okay because it wasn't millions of people who would just call you derogatory names sure. for gay people. Uh, and so that was like blew everybody's mind. But now everything is pretty much the same. And it just depends on there are very few aesthetics that, that will make you enjoy this game for this game. Now, you can make a bad game as a first-person shooter, but it sure feels like these big companies sure as hell know how to make a decent game that can go out there. But if you're going to spend 60 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever these are going to cost you, especially with DLC content and everything, you're expecting it to be different, and it just isn't. Titanfall, right. I think, failed because it's a game that promised you you're going to be in these huge mechs, and that's gonna, it's going to be a mech battle. You're in the mechs for like five minutes at a time. Yeah. If you're, that, you're like, hardly that's in ridiculous. The mechs, and there was no game, you know, there was yeah. no campaign. It was all online, and people wanted, you know, people wanted to have, even your tutorial was online. Yeah. You know, people wanted to have that verse that online and offline mode um so that being said what are we excited about <laughs> spider-man looked amazing all the games Get looked it. great <laughs> fallout fallout 76 spider-man had that trailer that released maybe six months ago or whatever well that, they showed one last year they was, like, was all that yeah. last, the one they showed last year was all and uh, i've been waiting for spider-man since that trailer like that's yeah. how long it's been so, so. is this, but this was the first time they really showed it'll, the, it'll the release mechanics. but you won't play it for like two years like Last of Us, where you're super excited for it. Probably. <laughs> you bought it like in a clearance bin. Speaking of The Last this, of well, Us. Well, stick with Spider-Man for a second. It looks fantastic. Mm. Like we said, the, the game engine, the fighting engine, whatever. But they actually show you gameplay. And I remarked not only on Spider-Man, but a couple others. I'm like, boy, the people that developed this really know how to play it. Because yeah. you know anybody playing it is not going to look like that. Where he hits every single exact point where he you know, uses his webs exactly right. And he beats all these characters. He well, barely he's also ever doing gets the, hit. When he's swinging mm -hmm. on the web. Yeah, he's doing he's those little all over the place and, and the twists. And and so that's probably easy to do. He's got to like slide through like the small little yeah, hole. When he's fallen on the, the I'll edge miss of that hole like six times. I guarantee Yeah, the it. edge of the raft when... You know, Electro blows up that canister or whatever, and he falls through the flames. <laughs> and then he shoots his web where he can't even see, 
and he hits a strut and then he goes across the water and everything. He's like, yeah, you're not doing that the first ten times. Come on. But yeah, no, the 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 uh, fighting style is very similar to mm-hmm. the Arkham, and even even just being on the raft reminds you of the Arkham Island or the Arkham Island game. And only, yeah, again, there's only so many environments that you, you can use in a realistic with, game. You know, you're swinging with Batman, yeah. uh, the batarang, and you're, or the uh, the bat grappling hook, and then you would glide, and you you, know, you do all these things. And then the fighting, you know, you're jumping from one person to another, and you've got like 20, 30 people coming at you sometimes, and you're building up your... And they all take you on one at a time. Yeah. They well, yeah, but that's, that's the funny thing. It's because, you know, you're building up your hit, your hit count, you keep going, and as you get your hit count up higher and higher and higher, you get more special moves where you're actually jumping around, and instead of just jumping and hitting somebody, now you're jumping and landing on their head, and you're you know kind of twisting their neck or whatever, and you just keep going more and more. That's a fun mechanic to do because you can do some really cool different you know punches and kicks, and combos, combos and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then you get you know they're doing the co- the the different costumes like they they've done that before with Spider Man, but. This oh, one, anything that you have with superheroes yeah. can have different costumes. This one it looks like they're pulling some from the Spider Verse, and then they said that they're going to make. Well, it's it. like, well, they only show you two. You have the regular one, and then you have yeah the regular Iron one. Spider, and then you have Cyberpunk or whatever. You got Punk yeah, Spider-Man, you got Punk Spider-Man. Spider, and you got yeah. the, the, well, he flips through these, but those haven't been announced as actual skins for him. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's those two, and then there's a mystery one that's revealed in July, which. It's probably going to be Comic-Con because Yeah, and it could be Miles. Anytime that everybody says it's July. The only reason I said it wouldn't be Miles is because Miles is a different character. Right, and they, I have they, a fe- do I have, show, they do show some mechanics. I have uh, a feeling that's going to be the black suit. It could be the black suit. I think I think it makes a lot of sense to do the black suit because yeah. you have Venom coming. You might I well think the they've already announced it with the black suit because they did a, a trailer or commercial or something. Once well, then they Avengers totally screwed out. up the reveal. Yeah. It's Spider Gwen. Because the uh, well, again, I don't think it's going to be a different character. I no, think I whoever, don't. whatever it is, is going to be Peter. It's going to be a skin. Because yeah. the uh, when Avengers was coming out, they showed that this Spider-Man game, you're going to be able to get it, the Iron Spider suit from the Avengers movie. Right. You get that right. as a pre-order. Yeah. If you pre-order it through GameStop. No, no. What Chris is saying is that you know it'll be like either the black suit. Or you'll get the night vision suit, or the, mm. like the the white Fantastic Four. Out of suit all or the suits, because you have you have one suit that everyone will know, which is Iron Spider. You have mm-hmm. one suit that isn't really a suit, the Spider Punk ones, right? Kind of like something they made up. Spider Ham. That's the next one. Again, I know it's a character. joke. Um, so I, I think it would be the black. The black suit just makes too much sense. There's no other reason because the only other suit that anyone's really going to notice. The white suit from Fantastic Four is no one knows what that is. Yeah. The green the green trim suit or whatever that he had. No. If they give him the only other thing I can think of they, they give him is the silver and black spider slayer suit. The armored one? Yeah. yeah. But even then it's not something that a lot of people know. I think I think if you don't give them the black suit, especially at initial I could see some of those if they decide to do some of those skins as DLC things later where it's just like, Hey, you liked enjoying this game, play it as this and if it doesn't do anything different that's it, like skins are fun or whatever, but if it doesn't do anything different, then what's the point? Right. You know, yeah. If you have the Iron Spider and you and you get the tentacles, that'd be great. But yeah. it doesn't look like you do. It looks like you just play the same game. So. Looks like yeah, it looks like it's just a skin, an overlay. Um, that one looked really good. Last of Us Two, I've you know they did show some gameplay. The gameplay looks good. It's very very similar to the the original. Um, but they they showed you know everybody's talking about the big cinematic that they showed where. 
she's kissing the other girl and that's like 45 minutes long that yeah that, that trailer that he had was really long it's just a, it's an odd trailer i mean one you're watching it begins at like a hoedown or something and it's so long, and there's a ton of dialogue. Yeah. And as I was watching it with all you, I said, how is this supposed to make me want to play the game? Yeah. Because it's not I, – I know you want a good story and character stuff, but do you really want a good story and characters, or do you just want to go around and hit people with an arrow? Well, see, even the first like trailer that, that they like, showed in Europe, there was – you know, it showed a lot more action, and there showed, there's one – there's one part where you have there's well this was a part like, of they're they're starting to be hung but and the you th- have to save them what you had here was that was the beginning to a very long gameplay piece mm-hmm. which then fades out I mean this is all like a flashback to her or something and right. she's dancing on this you know with this this other young lady and then starts blowing with each other is that, is that the technical term yep. blow at the hoot nanny. Mm-hmm. The Hoot Nanny. At the Hoot Nanny. We just named the show this episode At the Hoot Nanny. Yep. Hoedown. Hoot Nanny. Hoedown. Hoot Nanny. We're going to get some weird listens. <laughs> hey, they're talking about Hoot Nannies over here. Laura Jean, come listen to this. Uh, Shindig at the Hoot Nanny. The episode of Family Guy where they go into witness perfection. Yeah. <laughs> witness protection. And the two. Uh, I think that's the last episode Chris liked. Yeah. Where they paint the, the side of the uh, station wagon like the General Lee. <laughs> I don't remember that one. It's well. like one of the first seasons. The only. The only episode I remember from the first season is the one in the future. Or no, the one where they go to the Twinkie Factory. trying to go to the, yeah. It's like the mm-hmm. apocalyptic. Oh, one. yeah. Anyway, so that you have that gameplay in the middle, and the gameplay looked fine. Watching the gameplay, I'm going, yes, this would make me want to play this game. Yeah. You get some of the mechanics. You figure out some of the weapons, the people that are coming after you. Again, one at a time. Right. I love that she's, like, she's fighting with this dude and holding on to him and then kills him. And there's somebody right next to you with like a hammer or something. And that guy never attacks you. <laughs> it just, you know. Um, no, the gameplay looked great, but you know you have all this stuff around it, and you're just also like, okay. it shows it shows like the you can mix weapons together now to make like yeah. bigger weapons. Like she put an explosive on the arrow when she yeah. shot it, it you know blew everything up. So and you have to find your you know your weapons and your well, yeah, it ammunition. has all the tropes of like an apocalyptic game. Yeah. Well, again, there's only so many things you're you right. could do. <laughs> That's why I mean, how. Oh. What was the game? It wasn't Ratchet and Clank. There was another game that had like these very cool weapons. It was stuff like you had a gun that if you put it in the ground, it turned gravity off or something like that. I think I it was Ratchet and Clank. Was it? it might have been Ratchet and Clank. That's one of those games you're like, there's some really inventive weapons in there. Mm. Earthworm Jim. Where, I was just going to say just, Earthworm Jim. I'm whipping Jim. people with me. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. This is fun. So it's 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 hard to find stuff like that. Yeah. When you, you have an apocalyptic game. There isn't like you have a gravity gun. You just point at somebody, and they float into the air. No. You know? uh, what do you think of Anthem? Because that was one of the big titles that people were excited about, the, the EA game. It it looks like a take on Destiny, a yeah. third person shooter. Was well, it felt yeah, like Destiny yeah. Alien World? Yeah, it's Destiny Titanfall. Yeah. I mean, again, not something bad, but isn't necessarily something that you go. This is the reason why everything's a sequel. Yeah. Because part of the reason that, that Kingdom Hearts 3 gets you excited is because of how successful Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are. And, of course, Kingdom Hearts 1 was just based on we have a Disney action game that also has Final Fantasy. I mean, you're playing that game going, this is awesome because of what you're already in. It was so they, different. They, they awesome. tapped into this culture that we have now, this kind of mashup culture. Mm-hmm. I want to get you know, I want to get enveloped by what I did as a kid. You're sitting there going, oh, I get to play in Nightmare Town. I get to play in Hercules and all these these different movies and stuff like that. And also a great story that makes you absolutely hate everyone. And you 
right. Riku or whatever, that the guy that turns on you, oh, I hated that guy so much. <laughs> I got so mad when you, when you he's revealing, like, Arr! and then I go, wow, I'm really into this game. I mean, that's the was kind it, of thing. Was it, uh, wasn't Axel who trained, turns on you? It started with an R, didn't it? it was wasn't it like Riku like, or something? Re- yeah. Riku, Roxy Riku, or Rika or something. Rico Suave. Um, Rico. Speaking of ti- Kingdom Hearts 3, we got to see... A, we you You go to Toy Story Land. You go to Back to Pirates of the Caribbean, which you did in the second one. Uh, Pirates in the second one? Yeah. I thought, I thought the second one was older than that. Like it was before, before Pirates. Pirates? Yeah. No, wow. Because that's why he said they say in that trailer, oh, you always like yeah, this land. Yeah, I just it was kind of funny. Well, that's when it says you always like this land, and then it goes out and it looks like Tom Sawyer's raft. I was yeah. like, was there a Tom Sawyer one or something in it? Which there wouldn't be, so they don't really own Tom Sawyer. Because remember in the second one, you also had Steamboat Willie and all that. I don't remember the second one at all. Um, but uh, you also saw you go to you Frozen. Get a picture, you you get, see you a lot of the Frozen, gen- Toy Story, uh, Tangled. Hercules again, Tangled, Monsters University, or Monsters, Inc. Which, right. Because they're in the factory. There was one more. I thought um, so. You mentioned pirates. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I think maybe that's all I remember seeing. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't remember any other ones. Yeah, I mean, but there, there's there's rumors that there's also Marvel and there's also possibly Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Which I think that's another reason why they delayed it. They went, oh crap, we got to put all this other stuff in here. Well, who who was it that made the joke on our thread? Or did I not see it on the... I saw it somewhere where somebody's like, um, Disney requires rights to Lucasfilms. And then Kingdom Hearts 3. Damn, we gotta push this back. Disney requires rights to Marvel. Damn, we gotta push this back. You know, Except the third movie first. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Disney gets the rights to Fox. Crap! Now we... <laughs> now we gotta put the X-Men in. <laughs> should be a Muppets level. Yeah, there should be. Let's watch Kermit kick ass. But see, that was, that was the one oh, thing. Oh, I'm going to kick ass. That was the one thing That's I did notice with the, waka, waka. with the cinematics. I think I have the waka blade. The waka blade. Waka, but waka no, blade. the one thing with the cinematics is they change depending on what, you know, where they were. Like, Hercules stayed with the, the, the same type of 2D animation that they used for the Hercules movie. Oh, yeah. Same drawing stuff. But when, she, when they were in... The land of Frozen, it changed to the more three D, you know. Well, that's part generated. of CGI. Yeah. yeah, that's part of what makes those uh, those those games so well. Is that attention to detail in all these different places? It's yeah. You, it, you're not playing the same game in the same environments, mm-hmm. the same everything. You know, it's it's you're going from a three D environment, and then you're flying through that ship, and then you go to two Ds and stuff like that. But they did give us a date of release on. Kingdom Hearts 3. Christmas! Which, oh, wait. Which is the weirdest. I, I don't remember games really coming out in January. Well, if <laughs> kids save your Christmas money. That's true. Uh, There's two big games. I don't remember what the second one was, but there was another game that was coming like a week before it. Smash Brothers? Maybe. There was another big game that was coming out in January. Smash like Brothers? The middle of January. Wow. You want to talk about like like Kingdom Hearts putting a lot of things into it. Holy mother! I don't think there's been a fighting game with this many characters in it ever. Mm. I'm sure there has been. Yeah, we just don't know it. I'm sure, this is. I mean, there, like, there's, there's, a, there's Mortal Kombat's anniversary there's like, there's ones like that have. like 50 characters in this. The, the the funny thing when you have something like this with Super Smash Brothers, what is it? it's like Super Smash Brothers Eternal Ultimate, something like that. I don't something know what like that. Yeah. 
uh, Eternal or something. But it's every character. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's every character that's ever been in a Super Smash Brothers game. Plus, um, yeah, plus new ones. And so you look at someone like that. You're like, where the hell do you go from here? Yeah, I mean, you have Midway characters in there. That's the thing that it was like. Yeah, you have you have Salt Snakes in there. You got a couple other characters that are from different places or different you have companies. Sonic in there. You have Sonic them. and stuff yeah. like that. And that's that's where you're like. That's you what's have so cool. Rob the freaking robot. He's in been it. in it before, though. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Duck hunts in it. Duck hunts in it. Duck hunts new. Yeah. Uh, what when about, do you get, uh, when do you get the power glove? That's what I. When does the power glove show up? That's that's in the first one. That's the boss of the first one. You remember? The what about what's his name from Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Um, Big Mac. Yeah. He's in it. Was it Little Mac? Or Little Mac. Little Mac. Little, uh, it's Little Mac. Yeah, he's in it. We should have everybody. I, love I, it. I, I want, feel like I've seen him in, <laughs> in one before. I want Mike Tyson in it. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to beat you up today. <laughs> Why pow, am I punching pow. a little dragon, dude? Um, you get multiple uh, when you Mega see, Mans. When, yeah, when you see that sort of thing where you have those other pieces from video games. I mean, Soul Calibur, when the it was released or Soul Calibur 2 or whatever when it was Spawn was on the PlayStation I think yeah. or maybe the Xbox I can't remember who the other one I mean Link was on the there was Game Spawn Team. Link and uh, I what think Aachi from Tekken that's what it was yeah well it's and like the, the it was thing was like playing that to me playing that game on anything but the GameCube was worthless because yeah. Link was awesome <laughs> but was you, like, you remember they did that with Mortal Kombat where they had Freddy oh, yeah. on one Jason on another you know it, Injustice 2 they, they have the Ninja Turtles in it they do? Oh yeah. Oh, I missed that. That's awesome. They have Hellboy too. In the yeah. Injustice. There's a bunch of them in in Injustice, mm-hmm. too. Um, no, but just like I mean, I've never been a major Smash Brothers fan. I mean, you asked Jonathan when I used to take it and hide it from me at the store. I think Jonathan is the only one out of us, all of us, that loves that game. I mean, well, I Mike, play, was we Mike had a GameCube. We we played that a lot. I mean. Yeah, we basically play played each other because both of us suck. Right. It's like. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't. We. I, I feel like our group wouldn't mind playing it, but I feel like John is the one that, if he had the system, would be buying it day one. Oh, he'd have. be playing it nonstop. Yeah. I, although I'd have to hide it from him if I, <laughs> just for the hell of it. <laughs> just for old time's sake. Just for old time's sake. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I should buy it for him. And then hide it. No. <laughs> Or buy it for him. Just give him the game cover and hide the disc. Hide the disc. No, I was going to say buy it for him as an amends for that. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you'd have to buy him a Switch as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. It's yeah. an expensive joke. Um, you have to go a long way for this joke. Uh, what do you guys think of... Um, what was the other one we saw? Uh, um, oh, Fallout 76. The oh, Fallouts have always cool. been really good. I haven't played any of the Fallout games, but it, they've always looked That's cool. A shock. Have you played anything other than Last of Us? God of War. And oh, to be honest with you, I bought that game maybe the week after <laughs> it came out. I played it for like you're, see, you're six like hours. I, I did that with a ton of games for the PS2. Yeah, I played it for like six hours, and I haven't played it since. Yeah. Like I just don't have time to play it. Well, we got the we got the Lego uh, Incredibles game. Yeah. Just you know, last Friday when it came out, because it came with the Edna minifig, and we're sitting there and we're playing it last night, and all of a sudden Beth looks at me and goes, "You realize this is spoiling the movie for you, right?" Well, you could do that with. And the, we went, oh crap! That's like that's like a Lego tradition. Oh yeah, they had that with Episode Three when they yeah. did Lego Star Wars, the prequels. You could, it was like two weeks before. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. could finish 
the if you could do it fast enough because you had to finish episode one and episode two and you get to episode three and you could play through episode three and you could have the whole thing ruined for you and right i think the regular game released the week before or something because they think even the novel was released it was a bunch of stuff for like all the secrecy they had for one and two for three they were like oh we're just going to release everything yeah, the week I think before so. two weeks before the game came out because you had I, I seem to remember having the episode three game before the or before it came out i did before the movie and came i out. think i beat I it didn't, before i didn't play it i didn't touch it but i just bought it because it was like on sale that week or something like that what i've never done is beat obi-wan really yeah Oh, I, yeah. never, I mean, I didn't play it like. So I, I think I finished it. Once. I did it because that was a fun game. I did it because I saved it when I got there. Yeah. So then I could go back and. Yeah, I had like the same thing, and basically I only tried like two, three times. I yeah. think. And I just I could I never. I think I still it. have that game. You do. I'm sure you yeah. do. I think you pulled it out last time we were looking at the the N sixty four games that yeah. we were playing. But yeah, that was a that was a really fun game. It makes me want to want to go buy one. an Xbox just so I can buy that <laughs> game and have it. Just so I can play it. I think you can well, play. That was it my on thing in terms of playing one, the, playing the Nintendo stuff. Where it was like so it's much. Not, it wasn't backwards compatible on the 360. So, but they went back and they've changed that for the Xbox One, where there's. Well, it always seems weird now when people say backwards compatible. It just seems like all those games should be available online. Yeah. Right. I mean, even it, if you have that game in the system, all you have to do is download it or whatever. But I wonder if you can download it through the marketplace, like as a digital. Yeah, download. no, that's, that's what, what I mean. Saying. Like that, yeah. that. I mean, even if it's just five bucks, it's five bucks they didn't have, and with that kind of nostalgia push that the people have gone through yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of those type of games that would go like i would looking at something like the switch again go i just want to play all the zelda games yeah i want to play most of them again because i think the last one i played was majora's mask or ocarina of time whichever mm-hmm. one was later of those two majora's mask yeah so I, I didn't play wind waker or any of that other stuff but i'd love to go back and just play that all the way through yeah. I'd never have time for it, which is why I don't have a system. But Obi Wan. Well, I know that uh, a lot of those old games, you can like if you have the hard disk, you just stick it in the Xbox and mm-hmm. or the Xbox One, and it will basically on the cloud find it and allow you to play yeah. it, which is fun. But you have to have the disc in, or you can, have to buy it. I wonder if we can try that. We'll see, try and we'll see. See how it works. It's not like it would be hard to do. Yeah. Um, but that Fallout. I love that we're just making plans. Right. <laughs> Fallout seventy six takes Our place. Itinerary is on, yeah. Takes place in West Virginia. So every news media in West Virginia, as soon as this came out, freaked out, talking about how you know they were so excited, releasing extra images of things that are. In hey, the yo, game. ma. No, no, it was <laughs> he because got, they got my school on the TV. They went through. They went through the the trailer and they pulled out all you know all the different locations that are actual locations and there were even some that they that they showed pictures of that weren't in the trailer like camden park it's a a tiny tiny little amusement park that where i grew up and i used to go there all the time Mm -hmm. and i'm like you grew up in the amusement park yes that explains a lot explains a lot (laughs) (laughs) yes and I'm like, oh my god! I can go there, you know, play play in a you know, in the within the apocalyptic world of you can ride the Ferris wheel. That yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, so yeah. being completely ignorant of the Fallout games, did we not know it was West Virginia before, or is this a different location different than what location. the other? Where are the other ones? Um, well, one's in one, Las Vegas. In Vegas. I, say, I thought one was yeah. in Vegas. Okay, but uh, see, the reason that they did this was because in West Virginia, underneath the uh, Greenbrier Hotel. There is a presidential bomb yeah. shelter. No, I know what it is. So, taking from that idea, they, the premise of this game is 
when the nuclear explosion happened, you there were people living within. Because every time I, I, I every time I see that fact or read about that fact, I always go, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to throw the president in. He's going to drive down there with all these people and get in there and everything blows up. And then I go, why do we make this in West Virginia? Why can't well, we be someplace cool? But see, the reason they did it there was because it's close enough for him to take a helicopter to. Within, you know, it's yeah. where, as soon as no, I know why it's there, but the, the joke is, you know. yeah. Um, when I first started acting, uh, I was doing uh, traveling dinner theater, and that we, explains a lot too. Yeah, I know, right? We did we did a dinner theater for Pepsi Cola for the Pepsi Cola uh, company mm-hmm. at the Greenbrier, and we got to take a tour of the bunker with the, you know, the the CEOs of Pepsi. Because, you know, they got the special tour, and since we were the talent, we got the special yeah. tour with them. It's the coolest thing in the world, but it's also so freaky. And they, they only let you go to a certain point because they're still uh, Don't active. Don't secret. Yeah, like. there's still secrets, and there's still active bunkers there that they have. So you only get to go. Secrets. Yeah. Government. Mm. Top secret secrets. So the premise of fallout 76 is that it takes place 300 years after the country the united states was formed no it, i think that's the what they con- say in the very the country's celebrating the 300 the 300 year. yes the 300 so it's, it's making it assume that you know it's 2076 right that right? and the bunker yeah. was dedicated as 76 in honor of the the tricentennial yeah um so when the nuclear war happens within the fallout world that's yeah. whoever they're, they're you know whoever they've decided to within the game is going into that bunker and then they what you start as in the game is when you emerge from it well yeah and it looks like everybody's got the the traditional blue jumpsuits that they've had for fallout yeah but they have like the 76 on the back or something and right so assuming that you know if you had that on your back you were part of the 76 bunker or whatever yeah, yeah. whatever See, there were 76 people in it, and so they're not all wearing 76. One's 76, and it's 75, 74. Sure. Um, <laughs> the, the game looks great. Uh, there were a couple other games that kind of uh, stood out that uh, were um, very unusual. The Norman Reedus game. Uh, I, I watched that. What was that? Death, like, Death, with, Death Stranding? Yes. First time I saw that, I was uh, had a total WTF. Like I don't have no idea what the hell is going on. Well, you're if you get and then this trailer doesn't help at all. No, and most of it's walking. So the idea of I don't know what's going on is that nothing is going on. Yeah, Yeah. just walking until you you know. Then they start halfway through the thing or three quarters of the way through the trailer. Then they introduce the protagonist, and it happens to be some kind of spectorial out of you know antagonist. I said, oh yeah, I said protagonist. Yeah, yeah antagonist. That well, you is, never know. Maybe, maybe that's the switch in the game. <laughs> you play as the ghost, like, dude, we're just. But you don't. Out. You can't see them, and then somehow he has a fetus on him, and he makes the fetus be able He's to. He's got detect. like a fetus. Does he, does he have backpack. a Does he have a fetus or does he have a retus on him? Uh, it's retus fetus is retus. Retus fetus. Retus is fetus. Jeez. So anyway, <laughs> just left the joke where it was, but you guys always keep trying to add on to it. <laughs> So, anyways, 
But uh, it's like in this little backpack that he, you know, attaches it's to. It's not even a backpack. It looks like it's in a it's gas in mask. It's like yeah. in a black jar or something. It looks like and it's And then it has mask. like a little light that comes up over his yeah. shoulder that shows him where it all the It looked great, are. but I couldn't tell you what the point of the game is. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Because we watched that just before we watched Last I, of Us. And I'm watching what? Last of Us like, I know what the point of this game is. There's a bunch of people running around trying to kill you. And you're running around trying to kill them. But yeah. apparently when you get yeah. eaten or killed by these things, or I guess you don't really get killed, you slip through time and come back. But you know, they, they call this thing like a fetus paranormal detector or something. And it's like... Yeah, it's, it's one of those games that's like, just too weird for me. But I'm it's one of those interested. games where it's so weird, I want to play it just to see what the hell To see how is. much you can walk around? Yeah. Um, As I'm watching it, all I can remember is the Randall girl joke from... Uh, uh, Clerks 2 about Lord of the Rings just like Lord yes. of the Rings is just walking it's just all walking and that's it yeah. <laughs> it's like hey I found a better I found a better w- spot where that joke works um the other one we saw um I just lost it uh oh Assassin's Creed uh the new Assassin's Creed <laughs> Odyssey which has seemingly nothing to do with the premise of Assassin's I'm, Creed. I'm tired of the Assassin's Creed games. I'm just like... Can... The weird thing is Assassin's Creed is is one of the few that I look at and like I kind of want to own a system just to play all those games. They're fun they to play. Like fun. The, the thing is, they're, they don't do so much of the of the present day stuff anymore. Yeah, we well, like there. I said when we were watching it, they're using the Assassin's Creed brand to just give you a game about Spartans. Oh, that's truly it. Yeah, they and, did and, it with and the, it's, with it's the all over one. the place. They talk about that, you know, in the in the 80s, late 80s and early 90s. And if you were in Japan making a manga about transforming ships, you just made it a Robotech. Right. You just made it Macross because it was so popular in America. It translated back to Japan. It became super popular. Macross 2 is is they basically came up with the story and they had it and they couldn't get any funding so they changed all the names yeah and they included the sdf1 towards the end it's amazing it's one of the best animations i've ever seen and they're like well the bad guys now not a bad guy, but the, the antagonist to a certain degree uh is a zentradi and yeah. it's the robotech defense force still in there on earth okay here we go and they got funding immediately enough funding that they have like their soundtrack is performed by like the israeli symphony orchestra <laughs> it's like it's great i forgot i had that soundtrack I was looking at these like old things, like I have that soundtrack. That's insane. But this one takes place in ancient Greece. Last year it took place in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. Next year it'll probably be in Norway, and you'll be a Viking, which would be kind of cool. I'm surprised they haven't done that already. I, I'm surprised they haven't either, because they, they've done the Victorian age in uh, you did in, mm-hmm. in England. You did. They had the French Revolution. You had the Italians. You had. Well, the, the Italians was more of the, the the traditional Assassin's Creed. You know, they you yeah. had the Italiano. Like that was. Isn't the first one, one in Florence? The f- yeah. second one. The first one was like just in Damascus, Jerusalem. No, the first all. one was the like the Middle East, wasn't it? That's what I just said. Yeah. Jerusalem, Damascus, 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 Damascus. Whatever you do. Don't go to the Middle East because you can't say any of those I names. I said Damascus the first time, then it became. I don't know Demekis. what Jerusalem is. Jerusalem. 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 It's, yeah, it's Jerusalem. Palestine. Palestine. And then you did you know, the American Palestine Revolution. People. You, you know, yeah. So you've done all these different eras, but they haven't done. I'm shocked you didn't say the pirates. The pirate. Well, they, I said the pirates one oh, earlier. Really? Yeah. But I said that is that was just an excuse be, to do yeah. a pirates game. Yeah, if we're gonna do. And it's a that game is so much fun too. Because yeah, see, the thing that drawed me about the first one was that 
you know, it was a story about this guy that, you know, we're going back to see memories of his ancestors and things like that. And there's the aspect of present day with the, you know, with the past and all that. And then it just kind of, they dumped that and it was just like. Well, they didn't really dump it, but they just made it smaller. Like, yeah. there were, you can only be in the Animus so long in the first couple. Now it's like the last one I played, which was the French Revolution. You can only be in the Animus? So no, an- Antimus. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but the last one, I don't think I, I ever came out. Or, I, you know, maybe I came out one time of it. Shut mm-hmm. up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, E3, E3 was, you know, <laughs> I haven't heard anything really. Assassin's Creed, but pirate. pirate. <laughs> I, I haven't really heard anything standing out with this, you know, that, that really shocked. There was no, you know, we didn't check overkill is the, um, is a publishing company that's doing a walking dead game. That's a you know story base. You know that's a lot. They're making like the first last person, one. Yeah, it's like the first, the first person shooter type, Walking Dead game. Which oh, I thought you were talking about no Telltale's because the Telltale yeah. didn't announce that uh, they're doing a Walking Dead three. This is the Clementine series. That is well, the final. Yeah. That one's kind of done too. I mean, afterwards it felt like the two things that anyone would talk about. Well, not anyone, but that was talked about the most was. Fallout and uh, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I kept hearing about, and the disappointment that Kingdom Hearts would not be out before the end of the year. Right. So I think that that disappointment led to not a lot of people talking about the presentation mm-hmm. or what was there, because I think again, you throw that all up on the screen and you're like, it's it's a Kingdom Hearts game, which is what I want, but yeah. it's not like it's anything super super different. Um, I think people were excited about the the location and the timeline for Fallout. Yeah, and then Smash Brothers was just the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you can get a game where you're gonna have, I mean, God, there's 500 gotta, characters. Yeah, there's at least 50 because they kept yeah, numbering least. them. It was something like 56. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the highest number I remember seeing. And you know, who I knows? I wouldn't be surprised if it's over 100. I don't know if there's 100 that they've had before. Well, but the, you could that poster you could at the back. end though looked like you had a lot. Yeah. That poster was awesome. That Did they shoot Samus? Yeah. Not in the game. They have zero suit Samus. Okay. For sure. Because was, was he? In, but was he in that that lineup? She. Okay. Whatever. She. There's more than one Samus. I don't care. Um, I don't remember them showing as they were going through the lineup of all those different. I didn't see it. I'm sure that the the suit version of Samus is in it because oh yeah, she's been in every single. Well, it's also she's in the poster. Yeah, it was just like even so that you know the reason I would bring it up as that way is they show you all these characters in the game, Mm. you know whatever like where you would choose them or whatever. If Samus isn't there, but she's in the poster, and we kind of know she's in there, they haven't shown you every character. Right. Yeah. Which is insane. Yep. So there's a lot of codes. But yeah. Again, I kind of need a switch. So Matt Reeves, Reeves uh, says there's going to be a reboot of Batman, but... It's Reeves, isn't it? Is it's it Reeves? It's it is R-E-V-E-S. R-E-V-E-S. Yes. It's Reeves. Reeves yes. is R-E-V-I-S. Chris. Chris. Correct. Correct. It's late. <laughs> yeah, could we not start two and a half hours late <laughs> that we normally do? <laughs> Late, late, I thought late, I was going to leave late, by late, now. Late, late. I know. I'm sorry. I got, I got an early uh, World Cup game to watch. Um, I'm the biggest soccer fan every four years. Every four years. <laughs> well, the greatest thing is, it, is one of my coworkers is a big soccer fan. He watches English Premier League and stuff like that and and um, UEFA Cup and stuff. And so when we when I first like this, he had been hired when I was when I was out for medical leave last year. So when I got back and we started talking, I was like, soccer, soccer sucks. 
you know, except for the World Cup. Yeah. I love the World Cup. He's like, I hate you people so much. Yeah. I hate. So yesterday, he was working yesterday. We had um, the uh, the uh, uh, Portugal game on. It's Portugal with Ronaldo. Yes. Port- yeah. So we had the Portugal game on in the store. Like we're we're running it through both computers, <laughs> and Ronaldo scores while he's checking somebody out, uh, ringing somebody up, and I'm in the back. And I'm like, Ronaldo. He's like, damn, I miss it. It's hilarious. And then he's, and I said, you realize you hate me because he's like, yeah, you know a lot about this. I was like, oh yeah, I was reading the Sports Illustrated article and I've done the Fox, you know, uh, going through the world and stuff like that. Like, I know who's in the groups and yeah. stuff like that. Because Argentina played today. My friend Geronimo, one of my best friends, is is from Argentina. He was born in Argentina, so he's a gigantic Argentina fan. And they tied one one with Iceland, who was a good team, but a team that shouldn't be tied one one with Iceland. And I start talking about the group, and I said Czechoslovakia and Nigeria in the group. All four of these teams are really good, and they're in this group together. And only two of them are getting out. But then you have Saudi Arabia and Russia, who are the two worst teams in the tournament, and they're in the same group too. It's like maybe spread those out or whatever. And as we're talking towards the second game, because um, Nigeria was playing Czechoslovakia later, and I was like, uh, the worst thing that can happen is that one of these teams wins because they have three points. And, yeah. and Geronimo was like, this is the only time we ever talk soccer. It's the only time I care. <laughs> He's like, but I know it. When I care, I know it. But other than that, I guess. Well, it, I wasn't, it happens everywhere. Because yeah, When I was out of work. I watched the. I Euro- love watching the Premier League. Well, I watch, the Premier League. I don't watch as much. I was watching the Euro Championships. Yeah. Because most of my family is German. It's German so and Italian. Basically, you watch any of the championship games? Well, no. I'm watching. I've watched the national ones because I'm rooting for Germany. Do you ever watch the MSL or the MLS? I've never watched MLS. Really? I've never watched MLS. Wow. Because it always seems like not even like the 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 cup. No. MLS to me is boring. Because really? it's not the, the the level of play isn't as high. But they, but there's a lot of like Premier League because that's why they run MLS uh, season. Yeah, there's two guys the, that come in. Yeah, I get it. But I Premier League mostly I don't watch because it's super early. But I was watching Euro League because again I'm rooting for Germany. Yeah. So I watched Euro League a couple of years ago when I was out of work for the summer, and I still I I think I ran into the status on my Facebook memories like I'm home watching soccer. I need a job. <laughs> it's like, what the hell am I doing? What's so funny is that people do they they get you know, they get really attached to the World Cup. Like I, I sometimes I'll put like on my phone when I'm you know working in the office or anything. I'll have like Last Jedi or you know one of the movies that's on my phone. And one time my boss walked in. And I've got Last Jedi on, and he kind of just takes my phone and puts it down. And he goes, "No." I walk into the his office yesterday, and he's got the World Cup playing on his phone, yeah. and I'm like. Oh, so the World Cup – I said, so soccer can be – because it's only the World Cup. The World Cup can be plugged. So you, if you want to watch the World Cup, go ahead. Yeah, Last I, I, didn't, Jedi, I didn't even know what the World Cup was until 94 when it was in America. Yeah. And then 98 was – I knew very little. But it was 2002 because I was at Target, and you have a lot of people from a lot of different nationalities at Target, so people are talking about it. And then it was 2006, and I think that's when both Mikey and I started watching it. And I was actually – like following all these different teams and everything. So I just got it. I still remember 2010 because it was when I was working for the census. Yeah. And one of the other, um, uh, one of the people in our district was the census lead for the next district over. So he was someone who he didn't fill out his form. So me and my district lead Jody have to go to his house. And we're like, what are you doing here? He's like, Oh, I'm watching. And he's watching the Brazil game. And we just sat there and watched the game for like 20 well, minutes. We're like, I, I, and it's stupid. I, the stakes are higher. Oh yeah, the, the crowd is amazing. Like I, it's just like Olympics. You love World Cup. 
Right. Because it's the those stakes are higher. It's it's all national. These people are it's giving. So like you don't their... like watching curling just during the week. Oh no, I watch curling all the time. <laughs> but you know, NBC does, has Wednesday night curling. You know and I'll tell really you, care, I watch it. You know who doesn't really care about the World Cup right now? Is Matt Reeves because all he cares about is remaking Batman. I doubt that's true. I <laughs> know. Just he is in all honesty, trying to get us back on top. In all honesty, I still don't think that movie happens. Bat, with, the the Batman movie, Reeves, not with Matt Reeves. We already said that it wasn't going to happen with Bat. With Bat we knew Bat. it wasn't going to happen with Ben Affleck. I, yeah. That's why this week. Yes, it's it's. There's no Affleck for it. That's kind of the news this week. It's going to be a younger Bruce Wayne slash Batman, and he's redoing it and what have you. And this Joel ties into that, a much bigger thing of what DC is doing. But specifically with Batman, we knew he was Ben Affleck wasn't going to do right. it. He's not doing it. But the thing with Matt Reeves is he doesn't strike me as the type of person that's gone through now two heads of production. Uh-huh. He's going to have to hire a new actor. You had the, the the Affleck kind of script thrown out. You have Jeff Johns' script scrapped. Right. And it's been years, and you're just sort of – much like the Batgirl thing with Josh Whedon, it just feels like they're going to throw all of this away and start over. But, see, here's the thing, though. If you go with a younger Bruce – and tell a different story. You don't. It doesn't interfere with the aged Batman slash Bruce that Ben Affleck had. So here, you you here, could still tell that story and not well, interrupt your universe. Because we had at one point the the kind of rumor or thought that that Reeves' movie was going to be in that sort of noir style, something almost like Batman and right. Batman animated. That it wouldn't necessarily lock itself into a time period, but it would definitely be earlier than Justice League. The thing with all of that is what the rest of the, all of this story is, is DC's doing a thousand movies still, even though they swear they've, they're, hey, we've, we've got everything under control. The article that I think I shared through our thing, through our, our Facebook group was that DC is not giving you dates that are super far in the future. Right. They're not giving you as many titles and everything's under control. And then we find out there's still two Joker movies. There's still a Harley movie that isn't any of the three Harley movies they've already talked about in terms of Gotham City Sirens, Harley in-universe, Harley out-of-universe. It's now Birds of Prey, which I don't understand at all. You're still getting a Batgirl film. It's a Back to the Future-style Flash. Yeah, so Flashpoint is scrapped. Right. In in terms of whatever they were going to do with Flashpoint is scrapped. They're going to do something new. But what they've stated through this is it's not a cohesive universe anymore. So the Batman film doesn't have to be connected. But the other movies still exist. It just... I think if Aquaman and Wonder Woman 2 weren't coming and weren't in production, they would scrap it. And so you sort of wonder well, if you Wonder, have Wonder Woman, Woman 2... Wonder Woman 2, you have, you have Shazam that are both... Again, Shazam can be out of universe. Shazam has nothing to do... Remember, this was one of the ones that wasn't even being produced by Warner right. Brothers Well, in Wonder Woman started shooting... June 13th. Yeah, Wonder Woman started right now. Because we've and seen a couple saying. pictures. We've seen a couple pictures. We'll get into that later. We know, but yeah. what I'm saying is you have two films that are coming out. You have Aquaman this year. This year? This year? Aquaman is in December, December okay. 21st. And then Wonder Woman next year. So you still have two films that are connected to the universe you had. This is the problem I said months ago where you have someone like Gail Godot or Godot, whatever, whatever Godot. way she wants to, to, to pronounce it. You don't want to remove her right but you want to move forward everybody else i think is is fodder everyone from justice league they would happily fire right but she's the one you Mm -hmm. would you're gonna get destroyed for replacing her oh yeah 
So it's it's they're, they've put themselves in such a corner that they just can't seem to get out of. Well, they're even saying the Flash will begin its will finally begin its production early 2019, still with Ezra Miller, which a lot of people did not like him after that. Well, that's the that's the thing is if you're tying yourself into these, and who knows if if they're just telling you that it's not named Flashpoint anymore, but it does the same thing where it erases certain timelines and brings other timelines. It's just well, they're still talking. Unless they they're still, doing like Wally West or something like that. It's such a mess. They still want to do the the Batgirl. They're talking. Said they still want to do the Batgirl. They're film, talking to screenwriter Christina uh, Hudson, who penned the uh, Bumblebee, is in line to to write the script. Such a good trailer. <laughs> I know, right? Do you ever think that you're gonna you would say that about? There's the an article I, after I, after all I didn't, the crap that you gave the Bumblebee I, movie. I didn't click on it when I was scrolling through, but I saw an article that was why the Bumblebee trailer is so good. And I wish I had clicked it and I wish I had shared it, but I, I got to find it somewhere. Someone who was like, why is that trailer? You know, give me the reasons like why that trailer is so good when everything else that we've seen from Transformers in the last five or six years is trash. Right. But see, I mean, that's because you know, he's going to bang Haley. You Smith. know, I mean, they, they, they still want to do all those Joker movies. There's you know. two competing Joker projects and it's competing within its own thing. And we've got, yeah. They don't have the Martin Scorsese one on there anymore, right? No. It's Jared Leto's one that he wants to do, and that just seems like a vanity project. We're like, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna go in a different direction with Joker, and he's like, yeah. no, no, I'm the Joker, and I want to do that. And then, you know, and and, uh, and then we Margot get jo- Robbie still wants <laughs> and then we to get, do another uh, Suicide Squad, and you we get Joker Birds versus Joker. That'd be interesting. Well, the Joaquin Phoenix is playing. Yeah, that's the other one. That's, that's the other one. one. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's gonna play one. Uh, Todd Phillips is supposed to direct that one. The Joaquin Phoenix one? Yes. That again, why do you go with a director that's already Let's failed see. you? Well, Todd, I guess they haven't failed you. Todd Phillips will direct. <laughs> he did, his movie made more money than Justice League. But see, here's the thing. That movie is expected to start shooting this fall. Mm-hmm. I just. This is. This is. They've got Hamada, a $55 is it Hamada million or budget on that one, too. Is it Hamada or Harada? I can't remember who the new head of DC Films is. Um, I think it's Hamada. Yes, I think but so. But it, it's basically him saying, we have a Hamada. plan now. Yeah, we have a plan. This doesn't sound like a plan to me. Yeah. This sounds like the same 16 balls that you're juggling in the air, and you're just hoping two of them land in your hand that people will go see. Yeah. Well, did you see the? there was an article that the Russo brothers did that says that we know how to – we could fix the DC universe. Russo brothers can do anything right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it just, it just, and I don't want them to because I want them to, to, I want them to do Infinity War, and then I don't know, just do like another Cap movie in the future or something. Well, see, uh, but do an Ant Man. Here's the, the Ant Man. Do something good. When we went to Disneyland last Thursday or Tuesday, whatever day we went, just recently, uh, they just opened the Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it was in the theater when we were there too on the seventh. I think. Was it? I think so. I don't remember it being there, but. It was. It started we, right around. We there. went in there to see it, and you're, you're watching part of it in 3D, and it's it's a little bit more than just a trailer. They give you some, you know, yeah, some scenes and some stuff. The humor that's in it is, you know, it's the humor that that you're getting with the rest of these Marvel movies, minus the Avengers, and even the Avengers had some of that humor that we've come to expect. Old Spider-Man and Iron Man. Yeah, and it's and just Thor. so much. Guard- yeah, you put Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy and everything. They establish this thing, especially with Guardians of the Galaxy and then Ant-Man, that these characters are inherently have some sort of humor that you would find. Right. I mean, you, you, especially with what they did with Drax and what you did with Thor progressively as you go through. You have a character that, that 
you can find this type of humor. And as in. dark as that story was, Hulk. I mean, hell, look at look at how they've turned Bruce Banner into something really funny. Yeah, but and I know you know DC, who couldn't, Joss Whedon. <laughs> I know that DC said that they they did want to be the the comic book funny, you know, Marvel type films, but they need to have some of that because their movies. Well, the problem is, is it it, it isn't like. From what I know of people who saw just that you can try and you can fail. It's this thing where everyone says, why don't they just make a good movie? Well, if you could do that, you'd do it. Right. It's the same thing with comics. Why don't you just make a good comic? Why don't you just make a comic people will read? Right. It's not that easy. But see, There's you, a thousand com- good comics that people don't read. And, and there's brought, a thousand terrible comics that people do read and are Justice popular. Justice League, you brought Joss Whedon in, who did a great job with Avengers, who does a great job with Ensemble Cast. You did but, a great job with Avengers until you saw Infinity War, and you're like, man, I wish they could go that's back true. into Avengers. That's true. But, no, I mean, Avengers, okay. Avengers, to me, still holds up. It does, not, he, not, he did a I'm, good job with it, but he couldn't even save Well, you that can't movie. save something that's that's not right. You can't start it. This is DC's problem. Uh, you can trace it all back to their decision to make their second film, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. To me. You did Man of Steel. It's an okay start. It makes money. Henry Cavill's okay good. Movie. I haven't watched it in years, but it's still just as choppy. I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's, it, I still think the movie has a ton of problems and all of its choppiness, whatever. But Henry Cavill as Superman is good. Okay. Yeah. And the day after the you know the final screen has shown its final showing, and DC executives get together and like, let's do Batman versus Superman. And let's just where put, that wherever that decision Zack comes, Snyder in charge whether of it it's it's whether it's even Zack Snyder coming in like you gotta let me do Batman for Superman right now. I have this great idea. We gotta yeah, do it. Yeah, that do was it. such a big that, mistake. And and I still contend that decision came out of a sense of fear of being compared to Marvel. Well, that we if they, they need said to play catch up we're gonna Marvel. put it's not even catch up. It's 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 not catch up at all. I, everyone says it. Oh, they were trying to catch up. No, they weren't. What they tried to do was just be different. Sure, I get that. That's all we want to do. It's the same thing of watching, to me, watching that Superman film and going, you didn't do it linear because Donner did it linear. Right. 30 years ago. He did, he did it as a linear storyline. Yeah. Baby comes, picked up by Martha, pop dies or whatever. You, you chopped it up because you could chop it up. Yeah. Why are all these Krypton scenes in it? Because they weren't in the Richard Donner film. Your choices that you make for it were out of, we don't want to be like this, we don't want to be like that. To me, that feeling that they had when they decided to go with BVS was Marvel didn't do Marvel didn't do Avengers as their second film. Right. The last thing we want to do is do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern, and then do the Justice League film in five years. Right. And But they didn't that earn fear, it. But that's what I'm saying. If you would have done it that way, you could have. They didn't do it simply to me. The predominance of that decision was not a creative one at all. It was, we're scared. We don't want to oh, do. Oh, sure. It's the same, to me, Marvel was the same way with Marvel now, where they didn't restart their whole universe because Rebirth was the year before, in right. 2011. Marvel going, well, we needed to do the same thing because we're stuck in the same rut that DC was in from 2007 to 2010. Mm-hmm. So they did the New 52 in 2011. And we decided we're going to use AVX to do Marvel now, but we didn't erase our universe. We just started over with all these new, you know, tunes right. and stuff like that. And it worked for that. But it was like you banked that BVS picture, you had a two hundred million dollar, and then 
You delayed it a year, mm-hmm. and then you moved it back up a little bit. You released it in March for whatever reason. Then you and it made a, a ton of money, And then, yeah, but everybody seemed to hate it. But then you had a Suicide Squad movie. You have a Suicide Squad movie that did. Had trouble, that then they had to go back and do reshoots, reshoots to try to make it funnier. You can't. We still don't know if that's true or not. Um, if it was specifically for humor or whatever, right? But, they but had, you can't they deny had a you lot can't deny the the financial success of that film when you now compare it to something like Justice League, right? Justice League's made the least amount of money of the five DCU films that come out. Which that's ridiculous. Never be if if Avengers made less money than Iron Man, Marvel would have shut down everything. Oh sure, because but instead Avengers makes a billion dollars, and then ten years later you do Infinity War. And it just passed Titanic. Yeah, it just, it's just it's just now gone over two billion. Yeah, it's a two. It's one of four pictures over two billion. I think I think the story today is it just passed Titanic. Yeah, it's number two of, of all time. So it's like there you go. Um. Well, Jeff Johns. I mean, insane. we've talked about him. We talked about him leaving before. Um. But his, you know, he is. Well, we didn't talk about him leaving before. So Jeff Jeff Johns' thing is 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 uh, is, is an interesting thing because uh, after the successes, or, or I'm sorry, the failures, the non-successes of Justice League. He was removed as that film president that we saw him placed in before Correct. Justice League. And he is he was a scapegoat for that. When oh, Hamada totally. came in, a totally. lot of people lost their jobs. Hamada comes in and he removes him from that, but he's a creative consultant. He still has his job with DC Publishing as the creative creative chief editor or whatever. CC creative. I thought he stepped down and he was still in, he's still in the creative uh, creative editorial whatever. So there's Dan DiDio was the publisher. Jeff Johns was in charge of like content or whatever. And Jim Lee was in charge of the art. Right. I thought That's Jim Lee, I thought Jim Lee took over Johns's position. Not I'm talking before, oh, before, before. Okay. I'm giving you the timeline. Sorry. Okay. Just move over here. Okay. So when he was removed from that position, we also get, I mean, he was the, the, the push for rebirth. He was the one that came up with the idea. He wrote the Rebirth special that kind of restarted everything. Hey, but he still has that position with DC. Right. Diane Nelson got removed, fired, left, whatever happened last week. That Diane Nelson is Jeff John's immediate boss. Yes. Diane Nelson leaves. And then this week, Jeff announced that he was leaving the position of creative chief officer or whatever. Jim now takes that over. And Jeff he's is still writing a couple books. But that's the thing is he has an exclusive content. Right. Uh, contract. With Warner Brothers slash DC, so he still can only write for DC. And um, he's also he's created his own production company. Yeah, he basically has a production company or whatever that this stuff will go through, and he's in charge of now. He can still create, produce, or whatever. He's still producing Arrow. He's yes. still a writer on Arrow. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Flash. Still a writer on Flash. I think he's a consultant on all of those CW shows. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's doing more creative. Side and they of announced stuff. this week he's he's writing and producing Green Lantern Core. Yes. Film. And he had said it's going to be Hal and John, which is that's the choice. And for the love of God, just put them in the core at the beginning of the movie. Don't oh, yeah. give me the training. I don't need Poozer over and over again. What if you? But did, the thing if, was, if a lot of people John were talking about him training. getting fired and this type of stuff. But here's the thing with with Jeff's thing. What his title was as a publisher on there. This is pure speculation from my hand, but this is kind of looking at this. Sure. The way that he wasn't doing that anyway. He, he helped with Rebirth, but it was not like he sat on Rebirth and went, okay, Superman, Tomasi and Gleason, put them on that book. Yeah. Okay, Wonder Woman, I want Liam Sharp to draw it, and I I want Greg Rucker to write it. Okay, Jeff, 
That's not what he was doing. Right. He came up with the idea and the tone, and then the editors, including Dan, who was Dan Adio is the publishing side. He's supposed to take care of the marketing and all that yeah. stuff. But really, he's a, still the creative officer, and Jim's still the creative officer. Jim was the one. He's picking new talent. He's doing all these other things when he's not on Twitch because he's on Twitch like forty-five hours a day. Um, are you drunk? Like, you are falling asleep, Ethan, man. He's just all over his place, man. Uh, if you're a, it's Ethan's head hitting the table. Uh, so really, removing Jeff really didn't mean anything because I don't think he was really doing much with that. This allows him time now to focus solely on creation. Yes. Whether he's writing or producing, he's going to make this Green Lantern Corps movie. He's the producer. He's the executive producer. He's right. going to make 99% of the creative decisions for this film. Yes. He gets to choose which characters they use. He gets to choose where to start if it, it fall, who if the it villain falls, is. it's on him. Yeah. And so it's this is all a positive thing. And I also said, and there's an analogy in sports, because Jeff's immediate supervised Diane Nelson. Diane Nelson gets stacked. This is like a general manager in sports. Right. The owner comes in, sacks the general manager. The coach is going to get fired because that new general manager that comes in, it's whoever's going to take people, going to bring his own people. So whoever replaces Diane Nelson, and it's not Hamada, who was just in charge of DC Films. Right. Diane Nelson was like the president of all of this well, kind of Wonder Brothers. Well, he said Hamada's going to bring it. He's going to bring his own. So someone's going to come in to do that sort of thing. Or in this case, I think they looked at it. It's just a redundant position. Yeah. If Dan and Jim are doing all the work anyway, so yeah. let Dan and Jim do the work. And let Jeff go do the work that he does better. And he's still writing Doomsday Clock. He uh, announced he will be writing and finishing uh, Batman Earth One Year or Batman Earth One Part Three. This is Jeff. Jeff, yeah. And he's doing the Three Joker story, right? That he introduced in Justice League in Rebirth. The idea that there are three Jokers mm -hmm. and the possibility that at least one of them is immortal, right? So he'll be doing all this other stuff that he could get to because really he wasn't he wrote Rebirth and then right after that he's president of DC Films he doesn't have a lot of time to write the rest of it he doesn't have a lot of time to do anything creative, so that's right? why you for everything that came out of Rebirth the Watchmen button at the end of Rebirth we had said it at the time and full disclosure Jeff is co-owner of the shop I work for so we kind of knew he doesn't have time to write it right. and no one else is allowed to write it so the DC versus Watchmen that you were going to get wasn't for another year and a half. With Doomsday Clock number one, which yes. was just released last November, and will probably finish sometime around 2045. Whew, is it late? Uh, I hope not, because that's when the uh, the Oasis, you know, will... Yeah, well, there you go. Um, you can go into the Doomsday Clock world. You'll be able to Trust go me, in you don't and want to. actually be into the DC um, world. So it's... it's Ethan, it's, that's Ready Player One. It's a merch. thing that... That's why none of us got it, because it's not very good. I got it. <laughs> um, I saw the movie. Once. Yes, once. That's all we needed to. Never really need to see it again. We got it. It's cool. So, anyways, um, yeah. So it's not a it's not a negative thing. No, I think a lot of people were reporting it as a negative thing, and it wasn't. So, AT and T Time Warner merger that everybody never going to happen. Never going to happen. I don't think everybody said never is never going to happen. It was going to be tough, right? But it and wasn't the government was planning on blocking it, and the Trump Trump uh, administration did not want it to happen because CNN was involved. The judge CNN. put it, let it go through. Let it go through without any modifications. That's yes, the important part. That's the part crazy part of it. Because one of the things talking about the Fox Disney deal, if it is supposed to go forward, and again, we don't even know if that happens because of what's going on with Time Warner, the possibility of not Time Warner. Yeah, Time Warner. No, no Comcast. A, Comcast, excuse me. Time Warner is this deal. Yes. There's too many. <laughs> for as few companies as there are, there's too many companies. Yes. 
just make one, damn it. Uh, well, hell, Comcast owns Time Warner, or vice versa. No. no, Comcast owns NBC. Okay. Comcast, Comcast and NBC. Universal. Yeah, Comcast Universal. They own NBC's and the Comcast Univision. That's one that a lot of people forget. Univision, which is the, the largest Spanish-speaking network in the world, is owned by Comcast as well. That's why I don't think that they would let Comcast. Well, I mean, There's that, a lot yeah. of different reasons for it, but it, it's it's funny to kind of go through this because this was just about like Tuesday, Wednesday when this was announced yes. or something like that. So it, it, we're talking business in the shop as people come in like, well, that means that this deal goes through. I said, well, this is a different it deal because – It doesn't mean it goes through, but it makes Disney, it a lot easier. It, it sets makes, a precedence. It makes – the lawyers for Disney and Fox in when in, in their hearings have a pretty big bullet in their gun. Correct. That you already let this go. But as as if, there's a lot of differences in every oh, deal. Completely. And one of the things in, in it's always fun to talk to uh, comic book fans about um uh about uh uh business goodness no uh, comic book fans about that merger right is everyone's just like but they get the fox properties yeah. back they get i could guarantee you that if fox came to them and said you know what we're gonna keep x-men and we're gonna keep fantastic four disney's gonna be okay mm-hmm. they don't care because all they care about is this technology that they're getting this reach that they're getting correct regional sports networks to them are a big deal that's lost in all of this because we keep seeing this story on newsarama and bleeding Bleeding cool Cool. and comicbook.com when you read it from forbes and wall street in a wall street journal it's about getting the regional sports networks are a way to inject money into the espn brand because they're all going to become what espn tried to do in the radio business which was ES, you know, ESPN Radio LA, ESPN Radio Chicago, so forth and so forth. That's a lot of advertising revenue because all those deals are worth millions, if not billions of dollars because sports is the only appointment TV left. You're talking about the technology of that satellite India, which streams almost all that content. You're talking about Fox's streaming content. That's in that deal. The last thing in that deal that I think Disney as a corporation that Bob Iger gives a damn about is getting the X-Men and the Fantastic oh, I, Four back. I totally agree with that. They have Spider-Man back. That's all they're worried about. That's all I think they were ever right. worried about. The, the The way that they spoke after that deal was done was this was important to us. It was like Warner Brothers not having Batman. Correct. Warner Brothers had leased Batman to Fox, and you couldn't do anything with it. And you're like, well, we want to make a Justice movie, Justice League movie, but we don't have Batman. Right. This sucks. Getting Spider-Man back was huge. The X-Men don't matter. Kevin Feige has said again and again and again, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the desire they to said, do an if, X-Men film. If they tell me I have them to play with, then fine. I'll start thinking about you're it. You're going to get – if they get them, you're going to get Wolverine, and I think you'll use Storm and Wakanda, yeah. and that's it. I don't even know if you get a Fantastic Four movie. Everyone's like, no, they'll, they'll make a Fantastic Four movie. Why? You've had three of them bomb. Mm-hmm. The name is tainted yeah. at this point. Just slapping Marvel Studios presents Fantastic Four. That's going to be a very hard marketing sell. It could be an easy sell. It could be a hard sell. But just the possibility of we're going to do Fantastic Four, Marvel Studios presents Fantastic Four, or we're going to do Black Panther 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are they doing? I You know, it's just like – Their best bet for Fantastic Four would to be bring them into another movie and – and you know they won't do a that. few times, and then build them up. It's you. You may get that as the tease, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Right. I think Fantastic but, Four, unlike unlike what they did with Spider Man, unlike they did with um, 
uh, um, oh my goodness, Black Panther for Civil War, where you introduce them into a much bigger story. Right. That really worked, and that seems to be where they were kind of going. And we'll see where it goes from there. But this is, if you have that whole team, I think you do your own movie. But this is all, but again, all of this is all pure conjecture, and this is what Disney doesn't care but about. See, it's it's, Marvel a, it's a small. It's a, the the Marvel's Marvel properties is a very very small piece of the puzzle. But it's become the biggest story, and that's why yes. this whole thing where people are talking about well, it has to go through. It doesn't matter if they have those those things. What does Congress care if they have if they have the X Men and Fantastic Four? It's not what the Congress but cares about. The point of the, the point of this this merger where it does affect marvel or excuse me uh disney fox is as you said it gives them more ammunition and you know if you're an an arbitrator that is looking at precedent right there's no reason there's there's very little i'm gonna say there's very little reason because we don't know how big this is but there's a a worldwide major difference between between the two mergers because the fox disney since they are both movie studios is more of a consolidation whereas the AT&T Time Warner was more of a lateral you know uh, merger because they weren't competing companies oh yes they are not oh yes they are that this is what they're talking about one of the big things with this is Time Warner and not AT&T. Like, not hold as on, much on. as Fox and Disney Ta- not take the IPs that you have two companies that are content providers or uh, 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 content carriers you have direct tv and you have what was time warner cable which is now spectrum which is sort of still connected to time warner cable right you're talking now like if you're here if spectrum is still any part of time warner cable the two biggest providers of cable satellite in southern california are at&t direct tv mm-hmm. and time warner that's now one company they can't compete against each other anymore. They don't have to. But Time Warner sold off their their TV content, their no, their TV services to Spectrum. But Spectrum is still affiliated with Time Warner. Time Warner still owns their their content, and but they don't have the service provider. See, this is living in Southern California. There's one aspect of this deal that nobody else in the country is talking about. And it's that Time Warner's Dodgers channel, which yes. is not carried on DirecTV because it was on Spectrum, because it's a Time Warner channel, and they were not willing – DirecTV is not willing to pay the $5 per subscriber. Yes. They wanted more money than you get for ESPN. ESPN's contract is the best ever because it's an aggregate raising contract. Right. Uh, but the hope now is that that channel gets added to DirecTV. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers' hope is that that channel gets back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have the Dodgers who were super mad at Time Warner. For well, it. the amazing thing about this merger is they said that it can be complete within six months. Yeah. The whole transition of it. Yeah. That's amazing because most of these things take year, like a year or more to get the. Well, I think in some ways waiting this long. And, oh, yeah. Because this started a lot. They've already. I mean, that this is. You're, well, they you're started drawing last out, October. Yeah, uh, you're, October. you're drawing out contracts already. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you have stuff that says we're just waiting for the approval to be yeah. able to stamp this. And I think you'll see that if whenever you get hearings for Disney Fox, if it goes through, Which it'll be, ju- be it'll be right on time. I'm telling you, it'll, I, it, I almost guarantee you they will try to get that pushed in within the next 
three or four months. Well, it'll be in the fall session because you'll have yes. Congress's recess for summer or something like that. Well, they're recessed for summer, and they're also – a lot of them are out because of uh, primaries. Yeah. But you'll oh, get yeah. that in the but fall. But they'll, they'll want to get that through before – But again, the, the complication then on top of it is you have Comcast bidding cash. Yeah, but Fox. You know, there's not been a lot of talk lately about the Comcast part of it. There is because of one thing. Congress can say, what's the reasoning that you're not taking the better offer? Yeah. Because in a way, the Comcast offer is better because they're giving you money right now versus Disney stock, which you get, which is great, but it's not a liquid asset in terms of it can be a valued asset, but you can't liquidate it immediately because right. if you liquidate it, that's not the price that they're telling you because as soon as you start liquidating it, the price goes down. Right. So the 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 Wall Street Journal article that I was looking at that's one of the wrinkles of this is with Comcast's offer even having them go to Congress and Disney and Fox says this is what we want to do one of the questions that this panel can ask them is why are you not taking the Comcast offer that's more money and Fox has to answer that question and if right. the answer to that question is simply we think we'll get more money from Disney okay but if the answer to that question is we don't want to give it to Comcast. We, we like, Why? Uh, we like Disney better. Yeah. I mean, that's what there's, there's a lot of different questions. They're two different deals. Right. They're close enough that, that, that it gives you, it gives you a lot of confidence that, that, uh, that the Disney deal is going to go through. Yes. Fairly quickly. Um, so since we're talking Marvel out of the DC Fox thing, uh, merger, some really weird news came out this week and it was kind of is this a joke is this real but apparently leah thompson has asked marvel to make a new more serious howard the duck movie that she could star in or co-star in i still think this is completely fake do you yeah because i mean her character did show up let's in in the Guardians of the Galaxy, Howard the Duck issue, um, or the the storyline, and yeah, it has nothing to do with the movie. No, it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the movie. It was just kind of a nod, a little wink to the to the movie, the original movie. Um, I don't know. I this it's it's it's. I could see Leah Thompson hasn't done anything in years. Yeah, but it's also not hurting to do anything either. That's true. I mean, no, she's done a few things. Since. The TV stuff, smaller yeah. stuff. She hasn't. She hasn't been in feature films like she was in the eighties right. and yeah. 90s. But again, maybe she doesn't want to be. That's true. You know. Anyway, after you do Howard the Duck, how you know, you can't do anything else. After you do that, uh, that's the pinnacle no, of your no. career. All the right moves. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Yeah. I miss, I, I miss IFC when it was good. There wasn't a lot of right moves in them. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, Look it up, kids. Tom Cruise and Leah Thompson <laughs> in like eighties. It's is it in Virginia? It's somewhere around there, I isn't it? So, it's in yeah. the Mid Atlantic. Maybe it's Pennsylvania. I might it, be it, high school. T- high school. Uh, high school town. <sighs> high school football. That is a that is a bizarre movie. That's one of those weird things of watching it like two a.m. Because FXM FXM used to be a really good channel. Yeah. they had really obscure crap, but it's all uncut, no commercials or whatever. Right. It's the type of film you're watching at like two a.m. And you're going, why am I watching this? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, Leah Thompson's in it. And you kind of joke in the back of your head, maybe she gets naked. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> and you call your friends at 2.30 in the morning. Do you know Leah Thompson was, was topless in a movie? What? <laughs> Behind all the right moves. Um, yeah, that that's probably the only saving grace in that movie. No, Tom Cruise is in it. Tom Cruise is in it. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Mikey's not here to yell at me. <laughs> that right? But I could see her maybe going to 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 Marvel. I mean, come on. What is she going to Marvel? As soon as do you really think Leah Thompson calls calls up Kevin Feige's secretary and says, "I need a meeting." <laughs> And Feige's like, yeah, come on in. What do you want to do? Yeah, I want to do a Howard the Duck movie. Get out. There's the door. Get out. But because of the teaser or the the end, that's all that ever needs to be. And this is, and that's all Feige. Again, Feige said that this is one of the aspects of current nerd culture I hate. Every little goddamn freaking detail. All of a sudden needs to be exploited into a new movie. Yeah. A new TV series. We need 45 uh, novels and a TV series and a comic book about Howard the Duck because he showed up at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy as a joke. I'm sure Seth Green would be happy if they did a movie. I don't care. <laughs> They're not. It's it's just it's you have that much on your slate. You can't even do what were they doing? New Warriors or whatever that got, that got canceled. Um, squirrel Girl wasn't it supposed to be New Warriors or New Avengers or something whatever. New Warriors, you know, it's New Warriors. It was, Warriors, it was Squirrel, yeah. Squirrel Girl, and that was supposed to be on Freeform or one of those. One of those. Shows. And so, yeah. but you, you're shutting that down. But you're gonna do a Howard the Duck movie. Yeah. So, question for you, Chris: What if the Russo brothers did the Howard the Duck movie? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the Russo brothers could do the Smurfs, and I'll still be there. <laughs> Well, you might as well be. I mean, if you're doing Howard the Duck, you might as well do the Smurfs. I just do Although, the Smurfs. The Smurfs movie. Although here's the thing: if 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 the Russo brothers announce tomorrow that they're doing the 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 Smurfs movie, they've already done the Smurfs movie. No, no one's done the Smurfs movie. And you know what? It had, it had, uh, NPH. <laughs> I was starting to say NPH in it. Uh, that miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sweet. It Neil had Patrick Neil Harris. Patrick Harris in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. NPH. Neil Patrick Harris, who made fun of the Tony's uh, backstage host, yes. even though he worked with her. Yes. And her husband. They actually did three, actually three Smurfs movies. I know they did three Smurfs And then movies. a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. No, I know that. And I've seen them all. Yep, because you're an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so we're going to wrap things up on that note. We'll save Comic-Con stuff as we get closer. I was closer. Say, didn't we have something else? We had Comic-Con, because there there's stuff that's becoming Nobody out. There's cares. been a lot of exclusives. Nobody cares about there's Comic-Con. There's panels. There's but things, the, if you know, you're not going, But here's not the thing. Going. If you're not going, that's not news. That's why sure. I don't want to talk about it. It's like, if you're not going, it doesn't mean anything to you. It's just us rubbing our noses in it. Just, there's no reason to talk about we're it. We're going, and we're also doing a panel again. Mm-hmm. Which means you're going to be insufferable for like six weeks no for yeah. some reason they decided to give us another panel well because we, we we decided this time to do it as our star wars show which by the way i got a uh private or i got a, a facebook message today or yesterday saying that we need to do more star wars declassified that's great i need to work less than 60 hours a week <laughs> so so anyways we're gonna wrap things up on that note if we, you've got enough time to watch three smurfs movies you got enough time to come up with a topic and start putting it together. I'll start putting it together. We'll talk. I told you, JC wanted to do it with, uh, to do one on George Lucas. I'm not doing the George Lucas one right now. That's the <laughs> last thing I need to do. <laughs> okay, so. Oh yeah, you were gonna put that in there, but you didn't. What? The George Lucas thing. Oh but, yeah, I but episode, yeah. We'll talk about that next week. No, we won't. You'll what? totally forget. We're an hour and twenty-two minutes. We don't... So, yeah, but you're you're going to forget. You know that. No. Every time we hold I'll the topic make back. A... Hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remember to do it. 
So, anyways, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're Sweet. also on Twitter. Right now? At, yeah, Nerdables Show. How do we? How do we at, I added so anyways, bitch, you take <laughs> <laughs> Why did it say so? Anyways, bitch, you texted me. <laughs> my favorite is that. I hope, oh my god! I hope that Mike picked that up. Have you? <laughs> did. That's yeah. all I want. Have you seen that that picture that's floating around? I guess, and it says like you, you can tell my mom was using the voice recognition to send me a text, and the text says, "Hi, honey." I put dinner in the fridge. Oh, I bet. I, I hope you're not be- best in to get in my lane now or something. <laughs> oh, dude, I. I had a, a talk to text. This is Mine this like, some this is like two months ago to, to my boss. And I, just before I ended it, this woman cut me off. <laughs> and I said, thanks for that, bitch. And sent it and then looked at it and realized I had said thanks for that, bitch, to my boss. And had to do talk to, talk to text. Woman just cut me off. Because like, I figured it was that wait. much. Um, that doesn't make sense with the rest yeah. of that message. So anyway, check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan and the Missing Mikey, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. How are you for Mikey? He's not even here. For the Missing Mikey. Yeah, but he doesn't doesn't know that you're saying that. He's not even here. He's not even here.